You gotta be grown for this. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen. And I, I felt like pushing the camera out a little bit. For people that are watching on YouTube, as you can see, you can see more of the desk. You can see the Unpopular Podcast sign. I just, I just felt like something different. So, no, I haven't moved. I'm just I'm just expanding. <laughs> but, again, this is the Unpopular Podcast. Thank you guys for coming. Let's start with this. You know, gone are the days where you can have an incredible defense and you be good. You know, we remember the, the Ravens, the I think it was 2000 Ravens or 2001, where they had Terrell. I mean, they had Ray Lewis. They had... Uh, Ed, Ed Ed Reed and Trent Dilfer was their quarterback. No, no offense to Trent Dilfer, but he's not a starting quarterback. But he took them and led them to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, we remember a lot of those giant te- teams that, you know, were, were good back in the day where they had a solid defense. The 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 Cowboys teams that had the the defenses, the steel curtain. Um this is the golden age, and I've said this before, but I'm going to reiterate. This is the golden age of the NFL quarterback. This is the golden age of quarterback play in the NBA. I mean, NFL. When you look at a lot of the teams, especially a lot of the good teams, they have either their quarterback locked up or they have they know where they're going. They know the direction that they're trying to go in. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes arguably or could go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Look at the Ravens. You have Lamar Jackson. Look at Seattle. You have Russell Wilson. Look at the Cardinals. You have Kyler Murray. It's like all the teams that are good. And it's not just teams that are good because some teams that aren't that good at least kind of know what they're doing with their quarterback. Look at the Houston Texans. You have uh, Deshaun Watson. Look at I don't, I don't know what's what's a bad team right now. Look at the Dolphins. You have Tua Tagovailoa. This is the this is the golden age of the quarterback. Like I said in the NBA, I remember I don't know if you guys remember, but I said in the NBA this is the golden age for the point guard. You have Steph Curry, you have Russell Westbrook, you have Damian Lillard, you have Kyrie, you have John Wall. There are so many great point guards in the NBA. This is the golden age, and that goes the same for NFL. There's no more you if you're if you don't have a good quarterback you're not going to be good in the, in the NFL right now. Let's like think about it. Look at the Washington team. Kyle Allen is not that good at quarterback and they struggle. Look at look at the Jets. They can't it's not just the quarterback, but they can't get nothing right. And and they're struggling. It's like if you don't have a good quarterback or if your foundation is not set with the quarterback, it's not it's not it's not going to work. But today, what I wanted to do is I'm going to go over every team, every single football team in the NFL and fix them. Now, of course, some teams need more fixing than others. Some teams don't need much fixing at all. But I'm going to go with every team and I'm going to fix them. I'm going. It might be a change. It might be more than one. But every team is going to get fixed and turned into a Super Bowl team 
today. Thanks to your boy, Jalen. Now, let's start with this. Let's let's start with let's start with the game that we let's let's start with two teams we saw last night. Let's start with the Bears. The Bears, if you look on paper, the Bears have the most complete team. You have a solid defense. You have really good wide receivers. You have, you know, there's there's not much to the Bears that are bad. However, the Bears have two things that they need to shore up before they can be crowned or they can be a real Super Bowl contender. And that is they need to get their quarterback situation straight. Because don't get me wrong. Nick Foles has his moments. We know Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, had one of the most incredible Super Bowl runs with the Philadelphia Eagles. But we have also seen Nick Foles at his worst. And Nick Foles at his worst is not a starting quarterback. So while a lot of Eagles fans might say, no, Nick Foles is a competent starting quarterback no he's not really so I think they need to get their quarterback situation like really bring in a solid quarterback now I know they also have Mr. Bisky but there's a reason why Mr. Bisky was benched so I say if the Bears get a solid quarterback like maybe I don't know a Teddy Bridgewater type not saying that Teddy Bridgewater is like a he's not let me say this look you know what boom if the Bears can get someone like a Tyrod Taylor, they'd be good. Now we know the situation that's happening with Philly, I mean with uh the Chargers right now and, and Tyrod and they need to get that situation. But if they don't, and if Tyrod's available, why don't you go after Tyrod? Then they also need a running back. Now, David Montgomery, he Terry Cohen, I mean, they're okay, but they're not to me starting quarter starting running back talent so i if the bears get a better like a number one running back i thought they would Le'Veon bell would be good going to them now of course we, we know baby bell went to the chiefs but i thought Le'Veon bell would have been perfect to go for the bears i digress if the bears get a running back and a, and a more competent quarterback they'd be good that's the bears what about the rams the Rams, you a couple years ago, of course, they had all the big names. They had Aaron Donald. They had Donovan Sue. They had, of course, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, and that got them to the Super Bowl. Now, no, <laughs> they didn't win the Super Bowl, but that got them to the Super Bowl. What do they have now? They have a really good passing attack with Jared Goff, with uh, Robert Woods, you know, he, Tyler Higby. They have a really good passing attack, and they have a solid defense. Now their defense does have some does have a little bit of holes in them. Especially like they're good at getting to the quarterback, but they're not the best at stopping the run even with an Aaron Donald. I think if the Rams can one get a quality number 1 running back because right now I think it's Henderson and while he has been good especially for fantasy owners I don't know how good he is as a starting, you know, running back for a championship team. You get a starting running back and kind of sure up that the rush defense, if you can do that, the Rams would be good. So the Rams, they need to get a solid running back. It's kind of like the Bears, solid running back. But instead of the quarterback, the Rams need to kind of sure up their defense as far as stopping the run because Aaron Donald we know is great but outside of Aaron Donald on the defensive line that's when you kind of get 
I mean, we, we know the corners are good. We know about Jalen Ramsey and everything. But like I said, stopping the run would probably help the most. So that's the Rams. Um, let's go. Let's go with the bye teams. Let's go with teams that were in the bye. Let's go with the Ravens. The Ravens are incredible. The Ravens are five and one right now. And the Ravens have one of the most electrifying quarterbacks in the league, which is Lamar Jackson. However, we cannot deny that this year the Ravens have taken a step back from last year. Last year, they had one of the greatest offenses we've ever seen. Last year, Lamar Jackson was incredible. He won the MVP. This One thing that we're seeing with the Ravens is teams are starting to dare the Ravens to, to or they're, they're starting to dare Lamar to beat them with his arm. Now, don't get me wrong. Lamar Jackson is not a bad passer. Lamar Jackson, he, he's not bad. But one of his strong suits, of course, is running the ball with his speed, with his uh, ability to make defenders miss. That We know that's, that's Lamar Jackson's calling card, honestly. And we're starting to see that, again, teams are just c- totally committed to stopping the run. And while, yes, they are 5-1, and one, they're not the same like Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are five and one, and the Ravens are five and one. They'll those or I think the Kansas City Chiefs are six and six and one right now. Yeah, six and one. But those those teams are it, it, it doesn't seem like they're close. Because the Ravens have struggled more than more than we've seen, or more than their record shows. Now, how would I fix the Ravens? A couple two things. One I think Lamar Jackson needs to work on his ability to pass out of the pocket. Do I think that he is a bad passer out of the pocket? No, I don't. But do I think he needs to improve, especially to help his team win? Yes, I do. I think if Lamar Jackson becomes a better... Now, I don't think he needs to to be a pocket passer as far as... I don't think that needs to be his number one option. But I think that 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 he needs to improve that to be so he can fall back on that a little more seeing as though that teams are starting to play them as in yo Lamar we're not about to let you run we're not about to let you run all over us you have to do something about it (laughs) so I think that if he improves on his pocket passing that would be a lot better and also we knew this last year but it's starting to be a little bit more apparent that the Ravens don't have a solid number one option when it comes to wide receivers. Like you have Marquise Brown and you have Mark Andrews, who, by the way, is a tight end. Like you don't, you, they don't really have their plethora of, of talented wide receivers. If you go out there and get, I, I don't know, we've get, get like an AJ Green. If you get an AJ Green, that'll help tremendously. If you go out there and get, we started, we, we heard Michael Thomas' name being being thrown out there, and maybe trade talks. If you go out there and get a Michael Thomas, that to me will open up your offense so much. Because right now, outside of Lamar Jackson, the running game hasn't been there. You know, J.K. Dobbins, he's been okay, but he hasn't been great. And Mark Mark Ingram, he hasn't been good at all, honestly. So. Outside of Lamar, the running game hasn't been the same. So if you're trying to fall back on your passing game, you need better weapons than a tight end. Uh, who, don't get me wrong, Mark Andrews is good, but 
you need a number one wide receiver. And right now, Marquise Brown is not it. So that's why I think if you get, especially, I think they'd have to be aggressive when it comes to this trade deadline. I think if they get a number one wide receiver, like I said, see about uh, A.J. Green. See about, I don't know. See about Michael Thomas. See about... Uh, see what Julio Jones and the Atlanta Falcons, seeing as though they lost yet again on Sunday, see how how what what they're doing with that. I I I know they did bring Des Bryant to on the practice squad, but I don't think he at least from right now I don't know how much he can really give you as far as number one option. You know what I mean? So Lamar Jackson get a little better at 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 being a pocket passer. Not saying fall back on that, but. And, and I don't think that you should change your style as far as I, I think that you should continue continue to be a run first quarterback, seeing as though that is giving you the most success. I mean, that got the Ravens to the to the best record in the league last year and an MVP. But I do think that you know you you work on the pocket passing a little more. You know, teams will start teams. I think the running game will start opening up a little more for you. Also. Get, go get a number one wide receiver. You need it. Marquise Brown, don't get me wrong, he's good, but he's not number one material, at least right now, in my opinion. Go see what Julio Jones is doing. Go see AJ Green. You know, go talk to go talk to uh Michael go talk to the Saints to see if Michael Thomas is available. So that's the Ravens. Dolphins. Dolphins don't need to do much. I know, I know, I know. They're three and three. What are you talking about? They don't need to do much. They they have a lot of young pieces. I think the you know you starting Tua. We need to see how Tua is. But you have uh, Devontae Parker. You have Brian Flores, who has have been a great coach. And you have solid pieces on the defensive side of the ball. I think just need time. Like the, the direction that the Dolphins are going are is really good. Now, no, I don't think that there's any move that you can make this year to honestly be playoff contenders. But I think if you just give the dim, uh, the the Dolphins time, they'll be really good, honestly. Because, like I said, I, I thought going into this year, if Tua was completely healthy, he would be the number one quarterback by far. But you know, and, and we're, we're we're about to see. You know, he comes back to the Rams, or his first start would be against the Rams. I don't really, I don't see much that the Denver, I mean, that the Dolphins really have to improve on, seeing as though they're they're trying to improve on it. You know, again, it's a really young team, so I think if you give give them time, I don't know if they'll be playoff contenders in the next three or four years, but I do think that in the next three or four years they'll be a lot better than they are right now, and I think that that is a testament because remember what they they just won like one or two games maybe last two uh, last year or so. So I think the Dolphins just need some patience, you know. Oh, that's a lot different, however, from Minnesota, who is one in five right now. Minnesota needs to. Here's the thing about Minnesota: you have Kirk Cousins, you have Adam Thielen, you have Dalvin Cook, you have pieces that are very good on the defensive side of the ball you have to really take a look at one the quarterback to see if Kirk Cousins is really the 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 guy to get the job done to say the least and you also have to look at the coaching staff because again this is a good roster this roster is is 
if you look at this roster on paper, they should be at least a playoff a playoff team. But right now they're one in five. And they've lost a couple close games. They've getting they've got blown out a couple times. Again, I think you need to look to see if is Kirk, if Kirk Cousins is the one that can get you to where you're supposed to go, and if that coaching staff can really be the one. Because I'm not the one to say. I'm usually not one to just throw the quarter. I mean, the coaching staff under the bus. Because, like I said, I'm always the one to say, "Yo, the quarter the the coaching staff isn't the one to." go out there and tackle or go out there and throw a pass or catch a pass. Those are the players. However, when you constantly see a team that doesn't look prepared or looks disinterested or doesn't seem like they are listening to the direction of the coach, that to me is when you have to start to, you have to look and say, all right, is what we're doing working? And if it's not working, we might need to get a coach, a new coach out, you know, new coach in there. So I think that the the Vikings, one, they need to look long and hard to see is Kirk Cousins, who, by the way, is a good quarterback when it comes to the regular season, when it comes to games that aren't really prime time. But when it comes to prime time games and it comes to when you when you have to play good teams or or playoff teams, it, it gets a little dicey when it comes to his record. So. Again, you have to look Kirk Cousins if that's the guy, and if is is it time to change the coaching staff for the for the Minnesota Vikings? Let's look at the Colts. I I know a lot of people are telling me that Philip Rivers is still a good quarterback. I see. I know that they're what four and two right now. I I, I get that. But more times than not, Phillip Rivers, in key situations, has thrown inter- uh, a costly interception more than not. Now, their defense has bailed them out time and time again. But I think it's, t- again, now I know that the, the Colts are going to ride for Phillip Rivers. How do I know this? Because you you bench Jacoby Brissett, who to me isn't, at least right now in their careers, isn't that far off of Phillip Rivers, but you bench Jacoby Brissett to bring in Phillip Rivers when you could have brought in Cam Newton, but you bring in Phillip Rivers, and now they're 4-2. I, I, I will stand on this hill and say that Phillip Rivers should not be the starting court is, is not starting quarterback material at this point, seeing as though... He throws more interceptions than touchdowns at this point. And he's more known for his trash talk, even though, yeah, again, I know they're foreign too, but not all foreign twos are created equal. So, again, I I think that Phillip, I think you have to look along the hard to see, yo, is Phillip Rivers the guy that's going to take us? I know that the Colts are dealing with a lot of injuries on the, on the defensive side of the ball in particular, but, again, that defense is still bailing them out a lot of times. So I was like, yeah, I, I would say, yo, Phillip Rivers might got to go. And I think if you bring in a competent quarterback, like like if you would have brought in Cam Newton, or I don't know what quarterback is available at this point. I mean, I could think of maybe Matt Ryan. I don't know how much more Matt Ryan has in the tank, but – at least what I'm seeing in Atlanta and what I'm seeing in in Indy as far as quarterback play, I would say Matt Ryan is better than 
a Phillip Rivers, but I don't know. I think Phillip Rivers is not the one to get the job done when it comes to trying to win a championship. So that's that. Uh, let's go with let's go with the Giants. Um, yeah. See, here, here's the thing about the Giants, man. The Giants built their team around Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is arguably the best running back in the game. Uh, they did not expect to not have Saquon Barkley the entire season, seeing as, a, seeing as though he dealt with an ACL tear or he's dealing with an ACL tear. I don't – I think I, – I, honestly, there's – I would say get a better quarterback. But Daniel Jones hasn't. Daniel Jones has shown flashes that he's a he's a he's a good quarterback. You know, we remember how the last year ended, uh, or the the run that they went on last year. Remember, like he's shown. We remember that we saw the eighty yard run that he had, even though he tripped over nothing. But yeah, I don't. I don't mm. see the the thing about the Giants is the Giants are trying to be bad. Seeing as though you the their corner piece got injured, so they're trying to be awful. Uh, I think you need to really. All right, if they if they weren't trying to be bad, you need to get a um a number one wide receiver in there because Sterling Shepard, I I think he's good, but he's not number one material. Golden Tate's not number one material. Uh. Ingram, he's good tight end, but he's not a wide receiver. Get a number one wide receiver. I think you need to shore up, especially the secondary, uh, the because their secondary, while it has solid pieces name wise, it you know like it has Logan Ryan and everything, but it's still it's still a tough climb. So I think you need to shore up the defense and get a number one wide receiver if if that's the case. And of course, wait until Saquon Barkley comes back. And and we'll see and and we'll see. But again, it's it's kind of hard to evaluate the Giants because they have good pieces. It's just they are trying to be bad, seeing as though their cornerstone piece in the Saquon Barkley got hurt. So that's the Giants. The Eagles, the Eagles need to get healthy. Carson Wentz to me, a lot of people bag on Carson Wentz. Don't get me wrong, Carson Wentz has had a pretty tough time this year, but. You know, they just need to get healthy. Their offensive line is hurt. They their number one, two, three, four, and five wide receivers hurt. Their defense is hurt. I think if that team just gets healthy, they'll be a lot better. Again, a lot of people want to want to kill Carson Wentz and throw Carson Wentz under the bus for being two, four, and one. But again, the whole team is hurt. So I just think that the the Eagles need to get healthy because once they get healthy we can really assess how good the Eagles are. Because last time the Eagles were completely healthy, outside of quarterback, they won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think the Eagles need to get healthy. The Lions, I think it, you know, that goes back to, <laughs> Matt, I don't know if Matt Matricia is the guy to get the job done, man. Reports continues to come out saying, you know, Team, the, the team isn't really listening to Matt and Patricia. Uh, you know, 
some of the sound bites that come out from Matt Matricia, it's kind of head scratching. This team, you know, I don't, I don't remember the last time the Lions were even good enough, or or we thought that the Lions were good enough to even be in contention for the playoffs. Not saying that they're bad, but you know, nobody believes in the Lions. Uh, I think, I don't know, man. I, I just, I think that starts with Matt Patricia. I don't know if. Matt Matricia, the guy to get the job done. Because we've seen, like, this team should be better than 3-3. Three and three. You know, with the with the, with Matt, Matt, Matthew Stafford, with the the pieces that you have. You know, you know what they need? They do need a number one running back. Because their number running back situation is kind of iffy. They need a number one running back. And they need, no, because... Uh, they're, they're wide receiver, of course, or they have some tough wide receivers. So just, I think their running backs need to be need to be a lot better. So, yeah, because their defense is okay as well. So I'm gonna say, I think Matt Matricia might need to go and shore up their running back situation. So, because that's another team. Actually, no, because I don't. That's another team that could definitely have. Or Le'Veon Bell could definitely have helped, but I don't know. So I'll say the Lions need to shore up their running back situation and new coach. Falcons, the Falcons have already started, man. You know, you get rid of Dan Quinn, thank God. You get rid of the GM. <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I, it's just, look. And here's the thing about the Atlanta Falcons, man. You have so many pieces, like, on paper, this team shouldn't be this bad, man. On this, on on paper, the Atlanta Falcons should not be a one in six team with Julio, with uh, Calvin Ridley, with Matt Ryan, with Todd Gurley. What they need to do is they need to really attack that defense because that defense, time and time and time again, f- continuously give up. Like, they're in shootouts for a reason. Like, <laughs> th- their defense is not cutting it, man. They're, they need they need to really assure. It's not just the running defense. Like, their running defense is okay, but especially their secondary, man. Their secondary is garbage. <laughs> like, I can't. I, that's just me putting it nicely. Their secondary is not good at all. So, I think that they need to really attack that secondary, and they need to decide what do we want to do do we want to okay we cut the we get rid of the coach we get rid of the gm do we want to go into a full rebuild and if you want to go into a full rebuild you have to start to see or you have to ask yourself okay is matt ryan the guy to get like our guy moving forward and and a lot of people put out julio jones even though a lot of people including myself think when healthy julio jones the best wide receiver in the in the league but a lot of people throw that out there because Outside of maybe Calvin Ridley, you're not going to get much for the pieces that you have. Yes, you have um, Hayden Hurst, but Hayden Hurst has had a bad year this year. And he wasn't even the number one tight end for Baltimore. Yeah, you have Calvin Ridley, but he's a young asset that you don't want to give up. Yeah, you have Todd Gurley, but a lot of people are starting to see Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley has not been the same since the report came out saying he has arthritis. So, 
I don't know what you're really going to get for Ty Gurley. So the, the two pieces that you're working with is Matt Ryan, because everybody wants a quarterback, and Julio Jones. So you have to look along and hard to see, is Julio Jones and Matt Ryan a part of your future? And if they're not, you need to capitalize on the assets that you can get for them. And you need to really aggressively focus on that secondary, because that secondary is horrible the run defense isn't that good it's not it's not that bad but it's not that good but their secondary is god awful so yeah that's that's the falcons man let's look at let's talk let's talk about the browns let's first talk about odell beckham i hope that you get well soon as for people that don't know he suffered a torn acl on sunday after Baker Mayfield threw yet another interception and he was trying to run to tackle the guy that uh, caught the interception towards ACL out for the season. Before I say, before I talk about what the what the Browns need to do to fix themselves, I hope, and I'm almost, I'm not sure, I hope, we have seen the last of Odell Beckham Jr. in Cleveland. You know, we talk about quarterbacks a lot, right? And we talk about fit. And it's not just quarterbacks, it's athletes in general. We talk about fit. What is the best fit for you? Fit is so important when it comes to an athlete. Like I'm for instance, somebody that let's let's look at let's look at players that fit perfectly. The Ravens and Lamar Jackson, that is a perfect fit because the Ravens saw what they have and it's like, you know what, we're going to we're going to make it work. We're going to create a system around Lamar Jackson. Perfect fit. Um, Steph Curry and Golden State, the perfect fit. They hell, they gave up Monte Ellis. Because they they understood what they had in Steph Curry. And for people that don't remember, Monte Ellis was incredible back then. The fit just has not worked for Odell Beckham Jr. and the Browns. Now, I am one person, I'm one of the people that believe, I don't know if Baker Mayfield is, let me say this. I know Baker Mayfield threw a career high five passes last year, or last, or on Sunday, but Baker Mayfield does that a lot when it comes to bad teams. He he's incredible when he plays the Bengals and when he plays Washington and when he plays teams like that. But when you go up against teams like I don't know <laughs> Seattle or when you go up against teams like the Ravens, the Ravens be beating the brakes off them. Like I don't know if you know you're not a number one overall quarterback for bad teams. They don't draft you number one so you can constantly beat on the Bengals or beat on the Jet. I mean the yeah the Jets or something. You're you're a number one overall pick because they expect you to win against the Ravens. They expect you to win against Kansas City Chiefs. They expect you to win against teams like that. And the fact that Baker Mayfield doesn't do that time and time again, that's why I have major question on Baker Mayfield. And it goes back to, and then we come back to Odell Beckham Jr. and fit. I don't know if, I, for some reason, Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. just hasn't been able to get on the same page. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if, I, I would say time, but this is the second year they're playing again, playing together. So I think I, I, I think that Odell Beckham Jr. just needs a better, a better, a better spot, a better place to go. 
we talk about number one, uh, I mean, we talk about number one option when it comes to wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr., especially in New York, was one of the best uh, wide receivers in the game. And if you look at just statistics, he is far from that, especially playing with um, playing with the Browns. And I think, you know, I, I, I like before, when he comes back from injury, maybe the Ravens would be great for him or a team that just needs a number one option. And I don't think that the Browns is the is the guy, you know, is the place for Odell Beckham. Now, let's go back to the Browns and what they need to fix. The Browns are littered with talent everywhere. You have Miles Garrett. You have Jarvis Landry. You have uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, littered with, with, with talent on both sides of the ball. This is when you really need to take it. And, and, and this is the first time I can honestly say in a while, at least, that the Browns are actually coached competently in Kevin Stefanski. What you really have to look at now is, is Baker Mayfield the guy moving forward? Again, not all five and twos are created equal. The Browns have struggled like to get to five and two. And most of their five has been against bad teams. Their two, I don't I know they got destroyed by the um they got destroyed by the uh the Ravens, I think they're like thirty-three to three or something like that. Like, there, you have to really take a hard look. Yes, we we want to beat everyone we play, but and and Baker Mayfield is good against superior talent as far as teams. But is Baker Mayfield to get the job done when you're playing against like the Steelers? Steelers beat the brakes off them too. It's like. Now, I know the Steelers are undefeated, but you're still a number one overall draft pick, and they draft you and surround you with talent to beat teams like that. So with the Browns, I think you need to take a hard look as to is Baker Mayfield the guy to get it done? And if Baker Mayfield is not, that's when you start looking for trades. I don't know how good their draft stock would be, but that's when you really need to start looking at it. So, And the Bengals... The Bengals need to show up their defense. Their defense has been horrible for the longest, and their defense is still horrible. Joe Burrow has been incredible. He's, I think, a front runner right now for rookie of the year. Uh, <laughs> their defense is just horrible. Like the, and it's not just the defense. Their defense is horrible, and their 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 offensive line is horrible. Like it, it's really Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, uh, Higgins. And and AJ Green some point and that's it like they're there oh and Joe Mixon Joe Mixon's been good too other than that their offensive line is probably the worst in the league and their defense is inc- is incredibly bad so if the Bengals just get that done because I think they have the quarterback of the future with Joe Burrow it's just you need to keep them safe and protect them and if you can't do that then it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long long day or it. The Bengals are not going to get nowhere. So, like the Bengals, Joe Burrow is better than one five and one. It's just everyone like the offensive line is horrible and their defense is just is is just god awful. So that's uh yeah that's that yeah. <laughs> Let's move to the Packers. Um, the Packers is five and one. 
Aaron Rodgers is in the running for MVP. Uh, but and the Packers are look like a team that can definitely make it to the Super Bowl. One thing about the Packers, however, is how good is their defense really, especially the run defense. Their run defense definitely needs some work, man. It, it, and it's not just like it's their defense in general. I'm not saying the defense is bad, but their defense to me is not championship caliber defense. Their offense probably isn't either outside of Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams. I think that playing alongside Aaron Rodgers increases and improves the offense altogether. But I think that one, they need to definitely uh, retune up their defense. Not saying that it's bad, but it's to me not championship material. And they definitely need another uh, another weapon when it comes to wide receiver. And that's that's what we've been talking about for, what, two, three years now as far as the Packers need a, 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 a solid number two. A solid number two alongside um, Devontae Adams because the people that have uh, – they're good, but I don't know if they're number two. Like, they wouldn't be number twos on, on great teams. It's just Aaron Rodgers makes them incredible. So – I think you need to get a, uh, a number two wide receiver and really tune up that defense for the Packers. Whew. All right. <laughs> Let's, uh, here we go. Let's get to Houston. Whew. Houston, uh, Houston is in a tough spot, man. And it's in a tough spot because of what Bill O'Brien did with that franchise. One, you have Deshaun Watson, but you don't have a... I mean, you have a decent offensive line at best, but that he's still he's still running for his life time and time again, and that defense is horrible, man. And, and, and the worst part about it is you don't really have a future because trading away... Um, trading away uh, DeAndre Hopkins to get... David Johnson, who's been decent, but he hasn't been all that. You trade away damn near your future in draft picks for Laramie Tunsil, who is if is iffy at best. It's like what they you know what they need to do. The Texans need to get a coach one because Romeo Romeo Cornell or Cornell whatever his name is, he isn't he's not really getting it done. He's He's the oldest coach in the league right now. He, I know he's interim, but he's the oldest coach in the league. Get Eric Bieniemy and sign him to a five, six, seven-year deal because to fix the Texans is not going to take. It is not going to be a one or two-year ordeal, seeing as though you don't really have any draft picks right now. Your future is bleak. You need somebody that one can win back the team and two. Someone that can try to work with what 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 is the Texans right now? Because outside of Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, you don't have much, man. I mean, Will Fuller, we don't. He's he's injury prone. Kenny Stills isn't a number one or two, and he's injury prone. David Johnson, I mean, we know the injury history back when he was with um, the Cardinals. You just, I think that they need, there's a lot that needs to be done with the Texans, but you need to start by hiring a coach 
preferably Eric Bieniemy, to a maybe six, seven year deal and allow him to work, allow him to fully put his imprint on the on the team, on the organization. I'm not saying make him a G, uh, make him a GM like you did with uh, Bill O'Brien, but hire hire Eric Bieniemy and and allow him to work because again. What's wrong with the Texans isn't a one or two year thing. This is uh, multiple years because again, you don't have any draft picks, bro. So hire Eric Bieniemy for the Texans. Uh, let's go with the Panthers. One, Christian McCaffrey has to get healthy. That's 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 first and foremost. And two. They're competitive. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's been good. Robbie Anderson has been good. DJ Moore has been good. Their defense has been solid. They just, one, need to get Christian McCaffrey back, and they just need to continue to grow. Again, I know Teddy Bridgewater is a decent quarterback, but is he a Super Bowl starting quarterback? Like, is he a quarterback that can really get you to a Super Bowl? Now, again, it's easy to say no and just go get one, but the quarterback market, especially uh teams that are looking to shop Super Bowl type talent isn't really isn't really big so I mean you, if you have a good quarterback like uh Teddy Bridgewater you you keep him you know what I mean so I just think one Christian McCaffrey needs to get back healthy and just continue to grow I mean Teddy Bridgewater isn't bad it's just you know just got to improve and they just got to improve with time you know so uh, that's the Panthers. The Saints. As quiet as cup, man, Malcolm Jenkins might might not have much left in the tank, man. He I don't know how many times he continues to get burnt. They need to. Yeah, they have studs on the defensive side of the ball, but time, their secondary is st- still has major holes and. We we see it now, man. Drew Brees, while he doesn't have a cannon of an arm anymore, his accuracy is still there. It's just yeah, without without a number one receiver like uh, Michael Thomas, it's, it's kind of tough for him, man. Uh, yeah, Alvin Kamara has been great. Emmanuel Sanders, even though he didn't play Sunday, he's been okay. Uh, Jarrett Cook has been a freaking godsend for them. It's just... They need to get that pass defense together, man. Yeah, Marcus Lattimore is good, but outside of that, like it, it's it's they continuously get beat, man. I'm not saying beat as far as like record because they're four and two, but I mean beat as in I don't know, like like yesterday or like Sunday. DJ Moore beat that secondary so many times. And those one of those touchdowns, I know he had two touchdowns, but one of those touchdowns, he was wide smack open because he just got past the defense, got past Malcolm Jenkins, and just caught it in and was wide open. Like, that shouldn't happen with a Super Bowl contending team. So, I think you need to reach or shore up that defense or shore up that secondary, man. I know they have big names, but those big names haven't really done much. So, let's move over to the Bills. The Bills won. Josh Allen needs to go back to his uh, what what you know. I know they're five and two, but he needs to go back to the Josh Allen of the the beginning of this of this football season where he was an MVP candidate because he is kind of regressed back to the old Josh Allen. 
He's not really consistent anymore. And that defense, man, that defense, which was a staple, like I know they won 18 to 10, but it's the Jets. And the Jets were in it most of the year. I mean, most of the game. So I just think they need to reassure that defense, man. And I think that they need a number one running back. Now, the Bills was another place I thought would be, you know, would be a good destination for Le'Veon Bell. But they need a, they need a, 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 yes, Devin Singletary is good. But to me, Devin Singletary is not a, a number one running back. Or let me say this. You can get more. You can get more than him. So, or you can get better pieces than Devin Singletary. So I just think. You need to get a number one running back. And Josh Allen needs to go back to the Josh Allen of the beginning of the year. And they need to just shore up their defense. If they do that, they I mean, right now they have a lead in the AFC uh what North. It's just you have to, you know, shore up some things and they should be good. The Jets fire Adam Gase. That that's just a start. Fire Adam Gase. I don't need to. I don't need to go on much more because if we if we really wanted to try to fix the Jets, that'd be an entire episode in of itself. Just just fix the Jets. I mean, just fire Adam Gase. That's 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 first and foremost. Ooh, now we're getting to the meat of things. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Ooh, um. Sometimes you have to be real with yourself. Sometimes you have to be honest with yourself. And sometimes you have to tell yourself, you know what? I was wrong. You know, the the self-awareness is is the most is the toughest thing in the world to have sometimes, but it's the most important thing to have. Sometimes you just have to know, you know what? I was wrong. Jerry Jones needs to have that self-awareness when it comes to A, the coaching staff, and when it comes to some of these contracts that you gave out. It hasn't worked with Mike McCarthy. It hasn't worked with the the defensive coordinator. It hasn't worked with Kellen Moore. It hasn't worked with that coaching staff. So it might just be time to be like, I know it's in the middle of the season. I know there's still a chance to win the NFC East, even though they're two and five. This it might be time to be like, you know what? Let's just cut bait. We haven't my the the team isn't responding to Mike McCarthy or the defensive coordinator. It's it's just time to. I mean, Dallas had. Four one hundred and forty-two total net yards. That's the fewest since two thousand and one for that team. Now I know Andy Dalton was hurt, you know, but or got hurt, but might be time. I think you have to look yourself in the eye, Jerry Jones, and be like, you know what? It's not working with Mike McCarthy. We're gonna have to cut bait. I mean, this this is a even if we do make the playoffs. There's no chance in heaven or hell we're beating a I don't know Seahawks or a, or a Saints or a Bucks or a, what's another team? Then they're definitely not beating the 49ers or something like that. It's like I think you just have to cut bait. Also, you have to be like, all right, Demarcus Lawrence isn't working. Jalen's not. Or, or it's there's some of those big contracts that you handed out just aren't working, so they might have to go and. Pay Dak Prescott. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there. Pay Dak Prescott. Once you start doing that, some of this stuff to me will, will start relieving us relieving itself. So Dallas gonna take a lot of soul searching. So 
Washington football team. First and foremost, get a freaking name. Like the Washington football team, get a name. Like like find come find name because the Washington football team is no. And two, we quarterback man Kyle Allen is not it. Alex Smith, I mean. He did come back from that gruesome injury, but is he still a number one? I don't think so. Address that quarterback and then really work on offensive, off, really, 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 really attack that offensive line aggressively. Like your first five draft picks, four of the five, you know what, let me say this, your first six draft picks, five of the six should be offensive linemen, like, you need to really address the offensive line, and then number three, address the, uh, address the wide receivers, yes, Terry McLaurin's good, but outside of Terry McLaurin, who do you really have, so you need to, one, get a name, the football, Washington football team needs to get a name, they need to, uh, Really, uh, look at the, or get a quarterback because if you don't think Dwayne Haskins is it, I don't think Kyle Allen's it, and we don't think Alex Smith still has it in to be a starting quarterback. Make a move, and then you need to really attack that offensive line and the offensive wide receiver, the weapons of the you know the weapons. Seattle. Uh, when you have someone as great as Russell Wilson. It's kind of easy. It's easy to fall back or fall into that we have Russell Wilson. We'll be okay. You know, he's so great. He can save us. That's what Green Bay has has fallen back on for as long as Aaron Rodgers has been there. But as we saw last night, no, as we saw Sunday Night Football, that's not always going to work. Yes. Russell Wilson threw three pretty tough interceptions, but they were going to win the game if homie didn't. I I don't remember his name, but if homie doesn't try to leap over the defender for a field goal and use his back, his uh, defender's back, it's like it's, it's. I don't know how many times you can bail somebody out when there's so much around you that needs help you know what I mean so I think you need I mean yeah outside Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner you don't really and and KJ Wright you don't have anything on the defensive side of the ball you had your Davion Clowney he's gone you you don't have anything on the defensive side of the ball so I think you need to really address the defense and then address that offensive line the offensive line still yeah you have Dwayne Brown or yeah, Dwayne Bow or Brown, whatever the name is. But outside of that, you don't really have much. So you need to really aggressively attack that defensive line or defensive side of the ball, and then the offensive line. You should be good. I mean, Tyler Lockett is still a great uh, wide receiver. DJ DK Metcalf is still good. You know, you have Dis Dis Disley or Disley or whatever the name is. He's 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 become a good tight end. Like do that. Uh, defensive side of the ball and the offensive line, that is most definitely a Super Bowl team. The Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals did what, what I told the Cowboys to do, look themselves in the mirror. The Cardinals did that to perfection. You hire a quarterback. I mean, you hire a wide uh, You hire a coach. 
You draft Josh Rosen, and in the middle of the season, like, you know what, this ain't working. Get Josh Rosen out of here. Get the coach out of here. Bring in Cliff Kingsbury. We have uh, we wanted Joey Bosa, but we see – oh, no, we wanted Nick Bosa, but we see how good Kyler Murray is. Let's get Kyler Murray. I think that the Cardinals just need time, man. The Cardinals need time and 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 continue to develop because they, they've been – I mean, they're 5-2. and two. They've been really good. So I think the Cardinals get some development, and they'll be straight. The Chiefs, they don't need to do anything. <laughs> you know what? The Chiefs kind of need to show up their pass defense and their run defense, but they still – even if they don't do that – the Chiefs don't need to do much, man. The Chiefs are good. Like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Now you have Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, Frank Clark, Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of team. That's a lot of. That's a lot of that's a lot of pieces, man. That's a lot of pieces. Um, so the Chiefs don't really have to do much. Uh, just kind of kind of shore up the 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 um the passing defense. Uh, just kind of shore that up and the running defense, and you'd be all right. The Broncos. One, you need to get healthy, and two, I think the Broncos need to bring in some more pieces on the offense for Drew Locke. Uh, you know, they had Curtis Sutton, but he got hurt. You bring in some more offensive weapons, like especially receiver. Yeah, Judy's been good, but bring in, bring in some more help. And I think they'll be okay. Von Miller being out the entire season definitely hurt them. So I think they need to, one, get healthy and maybe bring some more offensive weapons. Um, yeah, Melvin Gordon's been good, but, again, it's back to the be healthy type thing. So um, 49ers. Uh, I don't know if Jimmy G, I mean, they made the Super Bowl last year and they've been destroying people. They destroyed the last two opponents, which was the Patriots and the Rams. It's just, it's Jimmy G. Again, Jimmy G is going to give you a couple opportunities to snag it. You just have to take it. So it's Jim, you have to look to see, is Jimmy G it? Um, and, and they need to get healthy because their running backs have been decimated. So 49ers need to get healthy. The Patriots. The Patriots. Now, the Patriots got hit with co got hit by COVID more than anybody. You have, I believe, nine players uh opt out due to COVID. Cam Newton got COVID. The team couldn't practice like that because they had to uh, shut down the facility. They just got they just got decimated by uh COVID. So I think that I don't. I don't think that they're good enough. I don't. I never thought they're good enough to uh, make any noise in the playoffs. Now they could make it to the playoffs. I don't think they're good enough to make any noise in the playoffs. So one thing that I think, you know, next year you'll have hopefully, if if all this COVID stuff is is handled, you'll have uh, nine players. A lot of them are which are Pro Bowlers. They'll come back. But for this year, I think you need to definitely get some wide receiver help. Julian Edelman is washed. Nikhil Harry looks like Drake when he was running routes on Laugh Now, Cry Later. Like, they just look horrible. Nikhil Harry can't create any separation. 
they 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 have no and I mean absolutely no wide receiver talent on that team and it's also coupled with the fact that Cam Newton Cam Newton can make Cam Newton didn't have a lot of pieces in Carolina but he had better pieces than this so you need to really bring on uh, some wide receiver talent. Now, I don't know. I don't trust Bill Belichick in doing that because he hasn't done it time and time again. But that's 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 the first thing you need to do for the Patriots if you want any. I mean, if you want any type of success, you need some wide receiver help, man. Jesus, the Bucks. They just need time. They just need, Hell, a lot of people killed Golden State. A lot of people killed Miami. A lot of people killed Boston Celtics. A lot of people killed um, the Lakers this year for having a super team. And a lot of people was like, it's impossible to have a super team in the NFL. Well, shit. Enter the Bucks. I mean, you have Tom Brady, uh, Gronk, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Now you bring on A.B., <laughs> and you have Ndamukongsu on the defense. Like they have, they have pieces. Ronald Jones has been good running back. That they have pieces, man. Now I will say this: AB did choose the Buccaneers over the Raiders. I mean, over the the Seahawks. Now the Seahawks really didn't need him. Neither did the Patriots. But I mean, neither did the Buccaneers. But you know that relationship that he has with Tom Brady dating back for when he played had the brief stint with New England that really I guess set it apart um I will say this signing AB can go one of two ways now I'm not the type of person that likes to really hold a grudge or really hold what somebody did in their past over their head in their entire career I'm not doing that but we've seen nearly every stop AB has gone to, um, we've seen how it ended. We saw how it ended with the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. An organization, by the way, that, you know, brought the best out of AB. We saw how it ended with the Raiders. We saw how it ended with the New England Patriots. If AB comes in and is a model citizen, is dedicated to playing, dedicated to winning, then they have a great shot of of really, I mean, I don't really see much, I, good luck stopping the, the Buccaneers. But the Buccaneers are still in the early stages of trying to develop chemistry, trying to become that really great team and not just a great team on paper. AB can really derail that if he comes and brings that circus that he's that that he has had with him since leaving or since the end of his Pittsburgh days. So if AB comes and and is just here to play, here to work, here to be the great AB that he was, then the Bucks don't need nothing. But if AB comes with the baggage that he has come with the past few few stints, then you it might you might need to really evaluate if AB is right for the team, especially a team that's trying to develop chemistry. So then the Raiders, 
The Raiders need to stop getting penalties, man. The Raiders is one of the most heavily penalized teams in the league. You need to cut down the penalties because that's what continues to to kill them, those penalties. Uh, so, yeah, you need to, to button that up. Uh, and the defense, I mean, their defense can be a lot better. So, stop with the penalties. And, and that's that's also the same for the Buccaneers, too. The Buccaneers, now the last two games have been good, but they're, they've been hit with penalties, like, heavy. So, penalties for the Raiders, chill out with that and, and sure up the defense. Steelers, 6-0. I mean, the only under, the only remaining undefeated team. I will say that Big Ben needs to really chill out on these interceptions. Now, their defense has been incredible, and their defense has got them out of things. Claiborne has been really good. Juju Smith-Schuster has been good. But they need to really chill out with the, the, the turnovers. Uh, if they stop with the turnovers, then they'll be undefeated for a while. <laughs> So, that's the steal. The Titans, uh, the Titans don't need to do much, man. You have a good quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. You have a a, a great running back in Derrick Henry. You have a good offensive line. You have a great defense. You have a great coach in Mike Vrabel. I just think they just need to continue to do what they're doing. Like I don't think that the Titans actually have much, you know what I mean, or need much, uh, honestly. The Jaguars, uh... They suck. <laughs> the Jaguar. I don't. If we have to start somewhere with the Jaguars, uh, fire the cup. Mm, no, that's not gonna help like that. Um, I I'll say. Mm, that's tough. You know the Jaguars. The Jaguars have a lot to fix. Um, I'll say if you're the Jaguars. The first thing that you do is make a decision. Is Gardner Minshew the one that's going to take you where you need to go? If it's not, go get a quarterback. If he is, then you have to really put pieces around him that, I mean, DJ Chalk can't be your best running wide receiver. Just That just can't happen. So, yeah. Yeah. And the Chargers, the Chargers... One, need to get healthy. And two, just continue to nurture Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert looking has been looking incredible. So once you do that, you'll be you'll be good, man. Um Yeah. And that's every team, man. That is every I just fixed you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you. I, I know. It's okay. That is every team. I just fixed you guys and found a way to make y'all Super Bowl contenders. Is is there anything else needed? To, do I can I just drop the mic? No, let's let's let's. There's, there's a couple stories that we need to talk about before we go. Let's talk about uh something that was a media dump on Sunday that not a lot of people talked about because not not a lot of people even knew. Running back Raquel Armstead is out for the entire season due to COVID complications. She's been hospitalized twice because of complications to the virus. Again. A lot of people think if you're if you're the the virus really only affects uh, if you're 89 years old or if you had some underlying d- disease or something, but the like Raquel Armstead was 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 thought for the Jaguars to be their number one running back, and as we're seeing, the COVID has just done damage. We see how great Cam Newton has looked. And now how bad he's looked ever since he's come back from getting COVID. So 
again, we still don't know or have a handle on this COVID thing. And as we're starting to see, hell, again, I, I remember telling you guys there was a there was a um a college kid, a college athlete that died from COVID or you know, complications from COVID. So again, for people that say that we have a handle on this COVID thing, no, we do not. And this really showed Raquel Armstead out for the entire season. Like again, for, the COVID thing is very real. And and the NFL, just like the world, is trying to I think what one thing that we did wrong as a nation is we decided to instead of trying to kill COVID, we decided, all right, we're tired of this um quarantine thing. Let's let's try to coincide with it or, or live with it. And that's not to me that wasn't the smartest thing. And I guess we're starting to pay the price. Like I said, this was a media dump. That there is a there is a running back who was a number one option <laughs> that is out for the entire season due to COVID. So hell, just be please continue to wear mask up, six feet apart, social distance. Um, definitely wash your hands, sanitize, and and be be smart, man. Be be smart. Be smart. Um, is there anything? I don't think there's anything else. Football. Moving to basketball. Stan Van Gundy became the new head coach for the for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, it really depends on what the Stan Van Gundy that we're getting. If you're getting the Stan Van Gundy from New Orleans, I think he's still he he. That's a really good coach. You develop uh you developed Dwight Howard. You you got the team to a, a championship. You didn't win it, but you got them there, and. You know, I think that I think that he's still a good coach. It's just you have to your players have to buy into if you don't buy into Stan Van Gundy, then he's not going to be effective. Because, like I said, at the end of the day, if you don't have a if you don't have a squad that's going to listen to the coach, then what's the point of having a coach? So I think that, um, yeah, I think Stan Van Gundy is is. He'll, he could be a good coach if the team listens to him. Or you get a Stan Van Gunny from Detroit who nobody listened to him. And as we saw, it didn't work. So I think I think it's a good hire if they listen to if they if they gravitate to his scheme, if they if they develop his culture, the culture that he had in New Orleans. I mean, in New Orlando. And we'll see how it goes. So in the NBA looks to start this start next season on Christmas or around that Christmas date. It's not really surprising. Uh, Christmas is a big day for NBA, even pre-COVID, and starting it on the day where everyone's going to be home, everyone's going to be you know watching TV with their family. That, that that's, that's kind of a home run right there. So NBA looks to start Christmas Day. Um, the World Series, the the tonight could be the last game. The the Dodgers are up three two. And this has been a really good World Series, man. Uh, this has been incredible. The the Tampa Bay Rays have been have been resilient. We we saw the craziness that ensued the end of Game Four, I believe that that the Rays took. This has been a good series. Now I said Dodgers in six, so I think that the Dodgers close it in to, close it out tonight. Um, but yeah, this has been a really good series, man. And again, right now the Dodgers are up. 
three two. So, and lastly, before I go, Khabib, uh, Khabib. For people that don't know UFC, right? Khabib is or now was one of the greatest UFC fighters to ever fight. He's fought some big names. He's, I think, one of two people to beat Conor McGregor. And he he was a staple in the in the UFC as a whole. And this weekend, or last weekend, after beating, I forgot homeboy's name, Justin something, he retires, finishing 29-0. Now, he retired because recently his father passed away. And... He's had a really tough time, understandably, of course, dealing with the loss of his father while still fighting. Because the one of the reasons why he got into fighting was because his father loved it so much, and his father wanted wanted him to fight. And you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of the the UFC family wrapped their arms around him, rightfully so. I mean, it's you know, he's still a great, great, great athlete. So. Again, shouts out to him and shouts out to Khabib. Again, I can't, I'm not the one to be like, no, he shouldn't have quit because of this, that, and third. He's still, no, like, I'm not one to say, I mean, your father, you know, you got to get over it. No, you can't tell someone how to grieve, man. So, and and could he come back and fight? Yeah. I mean, I don't know because his moms didn't even want him to fight this past weekend. Uh, But, Again, if he never fights again, shouts out to Khabib for being one of the greatest. I mean, we talk about the John Bones Jones. We talk about the uh, JPPs. We talk about Anderson Silva and how great, you know, Shogun Hua, like how great these people are. He is in the pantheon of some of the greatest UFC fighters ever. Chuck Liddell, uh, he's he's in that class. So, again, shouts out to Khabib, and I hope that, you know, he finds peace in the loss of his father. You know, my condolences to the family. But uh, with that being said, this has been the episode of the Unpopular Podcast, man. I appreciate everyone for listening. I appreciate everyone for watching. I appreciate all of you guys. Please subscribe to wherever you listen to. Please subscribe. You know what? Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, man. I, I you know, I definitely would like to get that going a lot more. Uh, so please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I still have merch. I have hoodies. I have shirts. Uh, hit me up if you want it. And yeah, man, uh, continue to be great. Continue to social distance. Continue to be healthy. And until next time, much love.
For a reason, a season, who knows how long for? But it's your turn, so do your best to make me happy and keep it going on. It's your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn, baby. It's just your turn, it's your turn, it's your turn, baby. Nobody's truly yours. It's just your turn, baby. Nobody's truly yours. It's just your turn, baby. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn, baby. It's just your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn, baby. Nobody's truly yours. It's just your turn, baby. It's just your turn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm holding on for Your turn. 